Welcome to Tony Steak Podcast. Welcome to the Tony Steak Podcast, episode 277. I'm Sean, and joined with me, we have Off-Road Andy. Hello. And Tony Katz. Yes, hello. Thank you for tuning in. Hit that subscribe button, share with a friend, and listen to our sports podcast after this. Got a lot of stuff to get into, uh, Andy and Tony. You ready for this? Um, we're going to start with a personal story here. Andy, I've been saying on here for quite a while how I've had Paramount Plus and I have not been paying for it, and I didn't know what was happening and how it was happening, and it was awesome. Do you remember all of this? Yeah, I was, I was so jealous. Yeah, well, literally, after the podcast on Tuesday last week, I think we were going to, right when we finished, we were going to put in the offer to finish it, and uh, it shows the screen, uh, sign in or uh, sign up. I was like, God damn it. So I think it was at least two months of that uh where we had it for free, full blown, no commercials, the, the $10 a month subscription. So, so, you know, what's funny about that, Sean too, is, uh, at where I'm living right now, uh, my, you know, my buddy, he owns uh, a couple of Airbnbs in Arizona. And what had happened was the Wi-Fi is all connected. So there was people that have gone to those Airbnbs and have signed in with their Hulu or their Disney or whatever. And they forget to log out when they leave. So there was a good stretch where we had, Disney and HBO Max and everything for free for a while as well. <laughs> Pretty good living the dream. And yeah, they didn't notice that you're watching random things. Yeah, they're gonna be like, what just make it? an account. <laughs> make it a- are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> All that. <laughs> there is a new Are You Afraid of the Dark coming soon. I did see a trailer for it. So. Oh yeah, that stuff is never fully gone. They just no, it's you know, because the dark never lives. goes. Yeah, and the fear never stops. Canada is always producing. Yeah, exactly. Canada is always producing. Good for something, I suppose. But yeah, so we uh, are just into the free trial for a month, and then I'll probably have to drop it until Halloween time for the Are You Afraid of the Darks, of course. But yeah, uh, yeah that's a bummer. But what can you do? You live, you roll with the punches, right? All right. Um, another little bit of news. Uh, do you guys remember the whole, like, I think it's Jewel the vaping thing that phase it like it the looked like a USB drive. Yeah. <laughs> what? I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Well, those are now banned in the United States uh, by the FDA. Yeah. They still have like the, the other smoking like electronics though. Like, yeah. I'm sure there's still, a like, number the of and everything, you know, which I see. Brands. I see those more than anything, to be honest. I don't see any of those anymore. I feel like the, like the jewel though. I think everyone just liked it. Cause it's like, you probably just think this is the flash drive. Well, so. what's crazy too is like everybody's everybody's got them. I feel like that I see and like they're all so different. So like actually, Sean, a couple weeks ago, I was in a, I was in the Long Beach area. I was at Mother's Beach. Oh, for a, I don't know if you've been there if that's close to you, but it's across the street from me. Okay, there you go. I, was like, I think that's right there. Across it the was, water. Uh, from my, me. It was a uh, Joe, my buddy Joe Salin. You know Joe. Joe, the it actor. Was his, uh, his birthday, and so we were there, and it was like. You know, he had one of those puffs, somebody else did. And then the girl he's like dating had like some sort of thing that I just, I couldn't even describe what the device looked like, but it's like, they're just all these different little devices that just you suck on and then smoke comes out. It's like, okay, cool. Well, there's a big movement with the, like the flavors like, this is actually oatmeal flavor. I'm like what? <laughs> that would be awful. I don't know who's that's, this one's yeah, healthier I don't think for your kids heart. Are looking oatmeal. For oatmeal Andy. <laughs> well, it's healthier for your heart. That's what Andy's yeah. getting at. Yeah. The healthiest flavor. This is so, kale salad. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, now you're cooking. Uh, Andy would like it if it tastes like rice. 
Tony's the rice guy. Remember, he was the rice and soy sauce. Just I do like rice and soy sauce. Basic. I had so, some rice yesterday. Yeah, I just sometimes I have rice make, again tonight. <laughs> I sometimes make rice bowls before the podcast because it's an easy thing you'd eat. Right? Yeah, I right. don't mind rice at all. We have easy, yeah. quick rice or whatever it's called at the house. Yeah, you, you set the little thing on the the rice cooker and it's ready in thirty minutes. It's great stuff. Well, this has been Cooking Corner with Andy. <laughs> all right, um, Andy, you've been saying how our peacock every 45 days you know after the thing move, uh, airs in theaters you're gonna get to watch it in uh in your home like the northman was 45 days blah 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 <sighs> jurassic world is not 45 days uh it'll stream in october yeah it makes sense to hold some of the bigger ones i know tom cruise is like i will fucking kill everyone who works for paramount if you put it on the streaming service so i saw it again yesterday yeah yeah that's Quite fun. I mean, yeah. it, I think it was it was barely number two. It was almost number one again. Two this. million dollars shy. Yeah. So Elvis didn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what people are expecting with that. Like, I feel like older people definitely, but someone younger than us certainly not. And I mean, even our age doesn't listen to actual music, so they don't like them either. Probably. Nope. One of my if, coworkers who's in her, I'm gonna assume forties, mid late forties. She saw Elvis over the weekend and said how she really liked it. But I agree. It's like more for that age. I, yeah. I saw it. I'll, I'll talk about I it. I want to see it. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see it, too. Yeah, I just think the demographic of people our age, if like that fat, talentless DJ Khaled guy sampled one of his yeah. songs, that'd be the only way people our age even have heard of it. So if you remember... Um... The only people, the only reason people knew Dewey Cox is because he was sampled in a, in a song. Do you remember that? I <laughs> in the movie Walk Hard. I've only seen Walk Hard once. Oh, I need to see it more times. I haven't seen it in years. It is a funny movie. That though. was one. Of, that was one of the things. Is, is like he was like seventy five, and like people discovered his music because he got sampled in someone's song or something. But no, Elvis is a is a little more important. People know Elvis. Yeah, yeah that kid's a local. I believe he's from Anaheim Hills. Yeah. Yeah. Who is the guy who played him? Oh, I thought you were saying Elvis. Elvis, yeah, Elvis. Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people don't know that. No, I'll, I'll talk more about it when we when we get there. But uh, we right, were talking about good. something I don't even remember. A Jurassic Jurassic Park not being on Pe- Peacock, right? Yeah, so that's, that's a pretty big over. bummer because I do want to see that regardless of how bad I've been hearing it is. Uh, but looks like I'll probably have to wait a little bit longer. Maybe I'll see it next month. I don't know. I keep getting, I you know, I get a, a free ticket a month, so... That's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you want to see. You don't care about Thor. So there's not that many movies. next. Certainly not. Um, Yeah. I don't think uh, I would see the Elvis, though, probably. So we'll see. All right. um, Andy, is this kid Flash Ezra Miller going to be canceled? Is he done? Uh, I think I think so. I think this is it. I mean, the movie's already done. They, They already filmed it or his movies are done. Like the Flash movie with Michael Keaton and everything is already done, so they're not going to okay. cancel that movie. But I don't think they're going to do anything else. They're, in comic books, you could just replace people so easily because you're like, uh, different universe. Uh, there you go. Because I keep seeing stories about this guy. He like was causing a ruckus all over Hawaii in like gay karaoke bars and pissing off everyone there. And uh, and then now I hear that he had like three kids living on a farm of his in Virginia, I think it was, with just ammo, guns, and weed everywhere. And another kid got a restraining order against him because he was allegedly trying to groom him. Now, I think he's 
not a guy and not a girl, if I remember right from what he, what's his deal, Andy? That is uh, correct. So he is just like a Rubik's Cube or something. <laughs> he is a, a they. It's hard to figure out, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so I think, I think that's, that's why people are like, well, shit, what we can't do anything like that'll be mean. And I don't uh, think either gender wants to claim this person. So that's fine. Be yourself, except don't commit crimes. Yeah. <laughs> when you say be yourself, uh, don't do illegal stuff like have sex with minors or shoot guns at people. I don't know. I think this all started because of the Stanford prison experiment. I think that went to his head. Yeah, I broke him. Yeah. I literally just thought about that movie the other day. Yeah, I don't think I know that many things that they've been in. Um, yeah. I think he was in Wallflower, The Perks of a Wallflower. Never saw that one. I never saw it either, really but that thing. was like a movie for kids. And we were kids when it came out. But if I you remember The Flash going into the Speed Force... Uh, was voted the best movie moment of all time at this last Oscars. So, is that um, when he is going so fast that it's like the scene in Over the Hedge when yes. Steve Carell has the Red Bull? Yeah. Yep. Goes. I mean, so they fast. copied Over the Hedge. Well, I think the Flash did that first, but actually, I don't know. I mean, the Flashpoint comic book. I don't know when that first came out. I mean, Over the Hedge was like 2005 or something. So yeah. Wonderful yeah. cartoon. That was wasn't that Steve Carell? Yeah, Steve Carell is the yeah. squirrel. Yeah. Bruce Willis is the uh, uh, is he a raccoon? Sure. Gary Shandling was in there. I remember Gary that. Shandling is a turtle. Yeah, that's a wonderful now, film. They never made an Over the Hedge too. They make like four thousand. I'm very sequels. surprised with that. Is that like owned by like a Chinese animation company and it's not gotta like be works or something? Cheese flavies were the the big thing for them. Doritos. Yeah. But yeah, just nonstop uh, weird stories about Ezra. So uh, you might not see any more Flash movies, Andy, for a while. They're going to have to recast. Yeah, they'll just re- recast and be like, there's a Flash 2. Yeah. I mean, there already is. There's like he's playing Barry Allen and there's um, other Flashes that are other guys names. That's Who's Barry Allen? He's, he's a pretty popular character in the Sanford Prison Experiment, too, isn't he? I think he's one of the main characters, I believe. That's what I thought. So he's like the main. I want to say he's like the main prisoner. Yeah, he because uh, his voice is so whiny. Yeah, like you'll never forget him because he's ah! just screaming into the microphone. Yeah, because they're like electrocuting him and all that kind of crap. Takes a stand. Dude, that was that that movie. Honestly, was it, or is like very good in my opinion. You know, they it just true. it's kind of crazy. They just did a uh, a whole thing, a documentary on this. It'll be coming out probably in a couple months or something. But uh, mm-hmm. the year 2020, when that coronavirus started, the uh, politicians were the uh, law officer people taking charge, beating up the uh, the public. There you go. See what I did there? Yes. Andy's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Give someone some power, Andy. All right. Well, this one you're going to be excited about, Andy. Tell us more. I need to watch it. Old Man got renewed for season two. Uh, yeah, I did watch. I watched episode two of The Old Man, and I was not expecting this to be a continuing series. I think it's supposed to be based on a book, which has an end, but they're like, sign us up. Um, so I'm a little disappointed because that means there's probably not a super satisfying ending of, of the season, but uh, the show is good, so... Get more, get more uh, Jeff Bridges here. 
Um, as I expected, episode two was slower, um, build more character stuff, but you know, still want to see where it goes. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I want to watch it. I plan to, um, I'm sure I'll get there. All right. Um, true detective season four, Andy. Yeah, so there were rumors that this was happening for a while, but uh, officially confirmed today by HBO. Uh, they're doing another season with none of the original creative people behind the show. So all new people. Uh, Barry Jenkins, the director of Moonlight, is, is an executive producer. Um, it's going to be starring Jodie Foster. So that's, that's an Whoa, interesting guest. That's in, very uh, interesting. Uh, and then uh, a different actress named Callie Reese, who's... Uh, professional boxer. She's only acted in one one movie before, but I guess it was good and has an interesting <laughs> background. A professional boxer, so I'm sure she's uh, in good shape. Um, and it's going to be set in Alaska after people go missing in a science center or whatever. So I don't know. I mean, True Detective doesn't need to be about anything the same as other seasons, so just a new story. Dexter um, meets Insomnia. <laughs> yeah. Going to Alaska is, is, is a big deal now. Um, hopefully this is good, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of shows that are detective shows. It seems like every other show on the premium channels is going to be a detective show. So uh, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. It, they need to, they need to prove something here to really get everyone to, to watch it. You can't just be like, Hey, remember that one with Matt McConaughey? That was good. Right. It's like, that was 10 years ago, guys. So, yeah, I didn't watch a third season and I don't think I finished the season with Matthew McConaughey. How did I don't you finish that one. I finished the first season for sure. Yeah, that's but that was funny. also like twelve years ago. Yeah, the second season had Vince Vaughn. Weird. That was the one people didn't like. All right. Um, well, very fun. Uh, I know you're going to be excited for this one, Spy Kids. So they made like nine Spy Kids movies in the early two thousands. I think I don't know how many there were, but they came quick. I only ever saw the first one. Um, but they're going to do more for netflix so uh, robert rodriguez has a weird career making a lot of movies i really love like sin city and from dusk till dawn uh, desperado and then he made all these kids movies like spy kids and the shark boy versus lava girl or something um so actually like two years ago he made a sequel to that shark boy thing and it went to netflix and you know none of us would care but i guess it was secretly kind of a hit so uh, Netflix is funding him to do another Spy Kids. So whoa, uh, no, no Antonio Banderas this time. It's going to be I'm out. Uh, Zachary Levi and Gina Rodriguez are going to be the, the parents. So who was was it? Catherine Zeta Jones was the mom. No, it was uh, Carla Gugino. Oh, from the Mummy fame. Uh, no, that's Rachel Weiss. Oh, she's uh, uh, she's always in like the haunting shows and yeah, the haunting shows. Okay. She's great. Uh, they she's Spanish her up in that? No, I think uh, he's just Spanish. Okay. And that's why Danny Trejo can be his uncle or cousin. Or Cheech was his uncle and Danny Trejo was his cousin. Yeah, yeah I don't think Trejo would be his yeah. uncle. Trejo better be back in this, though. I don't see why he wouldn't be. Yeah. He's, the he's, guy he's, just volunteers to go on that. the local just, news I'm, all the time. He runs like a burrito restaurant or something. <laughs> yeah. He does. And uh, like... Yeah, I think I've seen uh, any part of LA. I was gonna say a bad part of LA, but uh, any part of LA. Sure, it's mean. I don't remember what it's called. Looks good. I would eat it. It's something with Dreo. I don't know. But when is that out? 
Uh, there's no date on that. Just an announcement. So okay, we'll turn it around in three months. Who knows? Yeah, probably. It's all green screen. All right. Well, this one better have a uh, a due date. When is uh, Kevin Costner's new movie coming out? It's got to be a western. <laughs> it is a western. It's something he's been trying to make for a long time. And I don't know when it's coming out, but Costner has said uh, the whole project's 11 hours long. Wow. And uh, it'll be released over four movies <laughs> that will be released like three months apart. That sounds awful. So <laughs> is this straight to Hulu or something? No, this is going to be doing it with Warner Brothers. He said it'll go to the theaters. And then once it's all done, like six months later, he's going to re-edit it into TV episodes. Okay, what is happening? So... <laughs> It's insane. What kind, of, what kind of top shelf strand did he have that day? I don't know. It's just like he can do no wrong right now. This is like his yeah. moment. Hey, he's a Villa Park alum. So yeah, that's true too. Hey. He's just like, you guys all fucking love me again. I'm doing what I want. Like, what do you mean again? Yellow? We never stopped. Well, he he definitely had a uh, lull. He was not making, he wasn't making baseball no, stuff. Come on. Field was, of Dreams is, yeah, that's the best movie ever. He, he had a moment late 80s, early 90s, and then he was just kind of a guy out there doing stuff. Aren't we all though at the end yeah. of the day? But now he is. Mr. Yellowstone. So, is Yellowstone done or does it have more left? No, it comes back in November. Oh, damn. Right around episode three of 11 hours, huh? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. And again, this is a called Horizon. So, Horizon. I mean, and it's taking it's place in 11 hours. That's it's right. taking place over like 20 years or something. So, I'm into that. It is an uh, epic. These are fun. I mean, any story about anything could be great as long as it's intriguing. <laughs> Make a bold. good story about Kellogg. We're doing that now, Andy. Yeah. Jerry Seinfeld. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, well, I look forward to that. I definitely look forward to the new Russell Crowe movie, I think. Oh, yeah. Tell us more. Yeah, I, I definitely do because I just saw the title and was immediately sold. Oh, me too. Uh, Russell Crowe is going to star in a movie called The Pope's Exorcist. What? Uh, this also would have been good if there was no Orcist and this was just called The Pope's Ex. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Crowe is the Pope's ex. But, you know, Russell Crowe is so very interesting now being 300 pounds has really added something to his game. Andy, he was in a fat suit. <laughs> no, have you seen him as Zeus? He is fat, fat Zeus. Okay, Zeus should have be been in shredded. Fat suit there too. Zeus is the father of Hercules. Yeah, he's a fat Zeus. I'm offended Thor. as a Greek if yeah. Zeus is fat. Um, so, yeah, some, some interesting choices here. Russell Crowe is, is, is great. Um, it's also being made by the director of the movie Overlord, which I thought was a really cool movie from a few years back. Uh, so that had some weird stuff going on in it. So I, wa- I want to know what's going to happen with this. I'm, I'm going to watch it either way. I could see this being like a one star movie, but very watchable. But this, this could be great, too. So Crow doesn't make one star movies, Andy. Yeah. Well, he's more of a two star that feels like a four star. That's yeah. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. I mean. If they can just somehow figure out how to get Gerard Butler in here, ugh, this would be an Oscar material. He could play the Pope. Yeah. He looks like Who's a Russell Pope. Russell Crowe playing. The Pope's exorcist. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The guy that's doing the exorcist. Yeah. Exorcisms. Dear like God. The Pope needs a guy, because the Pope can't do all the shit. No, he can't. He's got to stay above board. It's also very interesting, like, how the Pope would react to being, like, possessed. Well, no, I think he, I don't think the Pope is possessed. Oh, it's just I think the Pope's he's just buddy he's the Pope's who's like, like he's personal my... exercise. Oh, okay, okay. He's like, this is important. So like, it's probably some like random like thirteen year old like girl no, from it always like, is, yeah. Mexico. Yeah. 
All right. Well, that seems weird, but we'll see. <laughs> um, we have at least one movie trailer. Uh, I have one, but we might have the same. What is it? Uh, well, first off, Hocus Pocus 2. That's the one. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, you watched this already. You saw the return of the witches here. Yep. Uh, yeah. Nice little teaser that it's mostly not the witches, but then you get them right there at the end and you know, you're in. You're like, that yeah. Midler knows what she's doing. So and they're already uh, going to go sing. Yeah, it's going to be just phenomenal. Yeah, There's like a black the, cat and it steals the show. Yeah. And they said, oh, it's a different voice. They did announce today. And now it's like they didn't bring that guy back. So um, that guy's probably pissed. He's like, I don't do anything. Pretty, hey, probably couldn't get him. It's not the real. It's not the same Flanders anymore. <laughs> or not Flanders. I mean, a poo. I say, I think it's still the same. <laughs> I'm, Flanders. In a poo. I'm in a poo. <laughs> yeah. Is it the same cat, though? I don't know. Why would it be? I thought they solved his little riddle. I, yeah, he turned back into a boy, but then it was a ghost or something. Well, yeah, he yeah, was born 300 cat, years before that. Yeah, but people I'm want sure they'll explain it all the time. I don't yeah, know. It's been a long time since I've seen Hocus Pocus one. I probably watched it like a month and a half ago. <laughs> Good. I thought you'd only watch things during September or October. Yeah, I, I know, but sometimes not. I don't have authority. Yeah. Well, yeah, this I think is September 30th, if memory serves, and uh, that's perfect for uh, we're halfway through the Halloween season at that point. Well, I mean, I was going to say, like, I noticed something that I noticed this year was that Halloween decorations were coming up like mid-September, like, and I was proud of that. People like oh, we're over like a month and a half this last year. Tony, we're September 1st here. Oh, yeah, good, good. That's as you would say, good on you. <laughs> yeah. What are, what are we doing here? You know, yeah. why, why I'm glad about that. my birthday, September 13th. That's a very spooky day. <laughs> yeah. We held at the moon a couple of September's ago on my birthday. When that's it was- right. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, that, uh, that'll be fun and that'll be here quick. Um, okay. We're going to get into what we've been watching. Oh, I got one more here. I got one more here. Very important. Oh, you said only one. No, I said two. I got two trailers here. Oh, okay. Uh, the other one is a very interesting project. Uh, this is coming straight to Peacock. So, um, if, you, if you have that service, you can watch it. It's called uh, They Slash Them. Oh, boy. Uh, so similar <laughs> to Ezra Miller, of course. Uh, it stars Kevin Bacon as the leader of a uh, LGBT conversion camp. A summer camp. Kevin Bacon at a summer camp. Returning to his roots. Of course, he was in uh, Friday the 13th way back in the day. Um, I actually never saw the Friday the 13th. They're, I don't think they're that good. I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, but you have to watch them when you're a kid. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of those ones, but I like. He's been making a lot of horror yeah, films. Like Remember, Halloween's he made that good. weird house one. Yeah, so this is uh this is with Blumhouse, so they Ooh, have a good deal with. with that could the be good then. And um, yeah, it's a great title because they slash them slash Tony. You get it? Oh, so the another, slash looks like a like a knife or something. A it's blade. A summer camp slasher. With all kinds of modern age gender politics. Oh wow! So it's going to be so a lot of like be... gays and trannies just slashing each other. Yeah, hey, that dick doesn't belong to you. With Kevin Bacon <laughs> leading like the whole, whole thing. So Kevin Bacon now, how old does he look these days? He looks good. The same. I he looks the yeah. exact same. Yeah. yeah, he could do Tremors three right yeah, now. Yeah, I was just he's thinking fun. he's ready for Tremors, but his partner's yeah. Not ready. You just do a memorial and do a really nice tribute, like Harold Ramis or something. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, have a ghost. Um, so that's August 5th, mm. Peacock. So Very good. Interesting. All right. Well, we're going to get into what we've been watching. But before we do, that portion of the pod is brought to you by our good friends at thecliplessleash.com. Head over to thecliplessleash.com and 
pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. This leash works with your current dog's your dog current dog your dog's current collar or harness. And when you plug in promo code, Tony, that is T O N Y at checkout. They're going to give you sixty five percent off just because we sent you. So head over to thecliplessleash.com and pick up the dog leash you didn't know you needed. All right, it's like a you know, well-oiled machine there, how we have that live read, right? Absolutely. All right, how many things do you, Andy, have, and how many things do you, Tony, have? Uh, I I could try to think, but I haven't really been, like, I, I'm usually working till like, 9 o'clock at night these days, so, I mean, I haven't really watched much. All right. Off-road? So I'm trying to think. Well, I've got five here. Oh, dear God. <laughs> could be more. <laughs> I have four actually, so uh lead us off then, Andy. Uh yeah, the first thing I have here is the uh the Obi-Wan finale. So oh, be um be gentle here. I haven't finished. Yeah, it. I'm not gonna spoil it. So I, I did like it overall, I think. A lot of people on the internet have to complain about everything. Star Wars fans are the worst. Um maybe the middle of it isn't the best thing I've ever seen, but I like the where I like the way it ended up. I thought the last episode was good and satisfying, but uh, you're never you're never gonna like recreate the magic. You're not gonna make Empire Strikes Back again. So people need to uh, kind of relax. You know these are these are TV shows. It's not the same. So here, here. So I guess that's a mediocre recommendation. Okay, and it's not that uh, long. Six like forty minute episodes. Not that bad. Yeah, you can. Breeze through it. Mm-hmm. That's like one school day in high school. Like yeah, six 40 six minute periods minute or so. Or 50 minute periods. Take a lunch probably. break. Yeah. No lunch breaks. <laughs> All right. Uh, should I do one? Yeah. All right. This will be quick. I have a couple that'll be really fast too, but uh, I watched a new documentary on HBO Max Chernobyl, The Lost Tapes. Now, according to this, like, they have a whole bunch of actual footage, allegedly, of before the you know explosion at the the power plant, and then during the explosion of the power plant and the aftermath, showing people in the hospital. It basically is as if the guy that made that Chernobyl show a few years ago watched this and then just mimicked it because it follows even to the point of like the lady whose husband was a firefighter and she was pregnant and goes and sees him in the hospital. And, uh, like that same story actually happened in real life, I guess. Um, but yeah, it, it's just nuts. I mean, this kind of stuff I can never get enough of. It's, it's so crazy, uh, to just see what can actually happen in the world when, uh, you let her rip. And, uh, at the same time, I hate this because we see this as a people and we're like, well, shit, never again. No nukes. It's like this was Russia. Like they don't have any rules there. Like you just make shit and hope it works. Like if we made a power plant, one, we wouldn't have brownouts when the temperature hit 90 degrees here in California. And I think they're a whole lot safer nowadays than they were, you know, in 1986. Uh, so. I think it might scare people into never allowing this and just like, just get more windmills, man. Um, but yeah, it's nuts. Like radiation will just melt you as a person and of Alex Mack from the secret world. Yeah. I don't want to find out. I don't, I don't want that to happen. 
I don't think it will. Yeah. But yeah, it's an hour and a half. HBO Max. Yeah, I did see that pop up. I would assume that would have been like a nine part series. Just like I thought it was going to be two, but it's short. And again, if it's actual real footage, it's insane. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, I finished the Dirty Harry series. I was watching oh, it good. just in the nick week. of time. Yeah, so they'll probably be back. But um, I'd say the two movies from the eighties. I don't. I didn't enjoy as much. I feel like from nineteen seventy six to nineteen eighty three, that's when Clint Eastwood got old. And he was still young in nineteen seventy six, but once it got to the eighties, he's he's an old man now. Um, and the old man Clint Eastwood can be great, but it was just different. I didn't, and it was more eighties. It's like there's some synth in the background. We're like, this just doesn't feel the same anymore. Um, and it's still such a, a weird parody of just cops. He's always in trouble. They're always trying to fire him. And then it's like, we actually need him. He actually gets results. Are you going to do how, a Clint Eastwood voice again? No, I'm not going to do it now. I'm out of respect. Uh, <laughs> Tony, it's going to be on the best of 2022. Andy, Andy just, <laughs> he killed it. Yeah. <laughs> So I think in this one, or maybe this the the last one, he goes to like a wedding and intimidates a mob boss into having a heart attack and dying. And just like, yeah, yeah, that's accurate. And that happens all the time. Uh, but the the last one, what was interesting about this one, very weird movie. Uh, Liam Neeson is in it, and oh wow, um, you know, not pulling off an accident at all. Just sounds exactly like the other person. You're really good. At doing impressions, I was literally about to mention that as your second best impression uh, on the pod you've ever sure, done. Yeah, and Liam Neeson. Uh, he's a director who's like eccentric, and I wonder if Clint Eastwood's trying to say something that he hates European directors that he's worked with or something. I don't know what's going on there. Um, <laughs> also, in a very small role, but an interesting role here is uh, Jim Carrey. Whoa! So this is pre In Living Color, Jim Carrey. At this point, Jim Carrey was doing a lot of like stand-up comedy, including one of his bits was to impersonate Clint Eastwood just with his face. The Jim oh, Carrey yeah. could He's move his face around to get like the perfect Clint Eastwood like scowl. Um, and then, of course, my introduction to Dirty Harry was in the mask. He does the Dirty Harry, a whole line thing at the very he end does, of the movie. It's in uh, Evan Al- or. Uh- What's the Evan Almighty one? He, yeah, he doesn't Bruce Almighty. Bruce too. Almighty. Yeah, he does in the in the mirror where he he becomes uh, Clint Eastwood as well. But yeah, in the mask, he does a thing where he does the you know, do you feel lucky or whatever thing, and then pulls out all these like cartoon guns on the people. Oh, yeah. Um. So like, yeah, Jim Carrey was like the master of doing Clint Eastwood impressions, and then so I guess he just did impressions for Clint Eastwood in the in the audition for this movie, and Clint's like, yeah, it's great, good stuff, kid. <laughs> Uh, there he was, but the, the scene, the, there's two scenes that Jim Carrey's in one of the, he's plays like a rock star and Liam Neeson's shooting his music video. It is Jim Carrey lip syncing to welcome to the jungle, hmm. but he's in a haunted house and there's like zombies. <laughs> it's like, who it's thought right up your cool? alley? That's random. And then, yeah, they and had then some killer clowns in there. Andy. guns and roses is in the movie with not, not Axl Rose, but the rest of the band. And Slash shoots a harpoon. Isn't, doesn't Slash make horror movies? Or like has? He probably should. And, but he was like wearing, he he's still wearing the top hat and everything. And he shoots a harpoon gun at a mannequin in this movie they're filming. And I'm like, what a fucking weird idea. Clint Eastwood is like, I like those guys from LA, you know. <laughs> really tell it like it is. <laughs> Just like him. It's uncanny. 
Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right, well, that's Dirty Harry. Talk too much about it. it. Also sounds like Clint Eastwood there's about to like, he's slowly transitioning to becoming Batman or something. <laughs> he was the original version of that. He's just, was yeah. He? yeah, basically, just threatening guys. All right, well, I'll go in for one. I watched on Peacock from 1975. It is summertime after all. I watched Jaws. It's a classic one. You, you can't not go through summer and not watch this. You got to wait I, like three more days. I, I'm not going to have time, Andy. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this is July 4th weekend. And, uh, you know, the beach, they got to shut it down. But then they're going to lose a lot of money and they can't do that. So, Does that movie take place in like July 4th weekend? Yeah. That's why they yeah. can't shut the beach down. There's too much uh, tourism. That's where they get all their money. A uh, couple of fun facts I read. They had three of the uh, Jaws devices built for the movie. One with the left side missing, one with the right side missing for when it's coming in at a sideways angle, and then one whole shark. And each one of these costs about a quarter million dollars in 1975. It's worth it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a fun one. It's on Peacock. And I mean, who hasn't seen it already? But again, just a good time. One thing I was thinking, I've never seen the sequels. Uh, They're very much not good. They're bad. Yeah. Yeah, But uh, I've seen there's one where like they're all stranded on an island or something. I watched them because I I watched all the terrible. I've seen like every Planet of the Apes sequel that no one watched. So have them on Blu-ray. Yeah, because like AMC back in the day was like movie classics and also garbage, and I would just watch it. So, yeah, yeah, I've never seen them. I don't think. Yeah, can't go wrong with the first one. All right, uh, Andy or Tony, any thought of any uh, other ones you want to mention? I haven't. I honestly, usually, I don't get home till like eight thirty, eight forty-five at night, and at that point, it's like after I shower and eat, it's all I have time for during the week is to throw on shows and I'm just back to my, you know, my, I'm the simple man, you know, I, it's the Simpsons right. for me. It's honestly a lot of the office again recently. Cause we actually have Peacock thanks to Carter old time, old time podcast buddy. And, uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I float around on Netflix and stuff like that. And I try to find stuff, but I always just go back, come back to my original roots. Nothing wrong with that. But if something comes to my head that stood out over the last like little while, I'll let you guys know. But so far, nothing's coming to my head. Okay. Well, Andy, uh, what else? How many else did you have? How many? More? I got three more here. All right. Well, let's let's hear them. I got one more. Essentially, it's a it's a double feature. So okay, I've got the uh, a movie called The Empty Man, which uh, came out in 2020, but it was actually made in 2017. It was a 20th Century Fox. Didn't test well, so they're like, we're gonna we're gonna work on something, and then the whole like Disney merger thing happened, so they just kind of like shelved it and then quietly put it out late COVID year. Um, it ended up on HBO Max, and uh, I heard some people say it's pretty good, so I checked it out. Uh, I think it's a pretty well made horror movie. It's um, it's long though for a horror movies, two hours and twenty minutes. And it's got like a twenty minute prologue that doesn't really have much to do with the whole movie but was actually a really good like 20 minute short film for a nice little horror story. Um, but yeah, the main plot is uh, basically an ex cop whose family is dead uh, ends up his, his neighbor's daughter goes missing. So he ends up uh, looking into it, taking the case in on himself and 
discovering clues and there's a weird cult. Um, Steven Root of like Dodgeball and uh, Office Space uh, is in one scene as kind of like the cult leader. And she's like, oh, that's cool. That's a guy right there. That's a guy I know. My um, Dodgeball. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, it's kind of more of a, than a, a detective story at that point, but with weird cult stuff and like, is this real? Is there magic? Is there demons or whatever? But um, yeah, I thought it was pretty well done. And it's just, it's not a slasher movie. It is one of those weird, like cult things. Although it's not, it's not one of those like uh, psychological horrors where it's like the whole movie is a metaphor for suffering and slavery or anything. It's, it's just a straight up movie. So yeah, pretty good. The empty man. All right. Pretty fun. Uh, should I do mine or did you have two more? I got two more. I could, yeah, I'll do another one here. Cause it's also a horror movie. Uh, movie that just came out this week. I would theaters. like to see this at some point also. So yeah. as Andy, I mean, as Sean would say, be gentle. Okay. <laughs> it is uh, called the black phone. Uh, it's from the oh, yeah. director of sinister. One of the, the best horror movies. And the same guy, right? Yeah. Same actor. So Ethan Hawke coming back here, but this time Ethan Hawke is not the protagonist. He is the bad guy. Um, it is about uh, a young kid in Denver, Colorado. There's been a um, a string of abductions of, of kids, um, and they don't recover them. Um, they're not being found. Um, yeah, and, th- and this kid ends up being taken, and he is uh, kept in this room that the only thing in there is a mattress and a, and a phone on the wall, a black phone, but it's disconnected. But then he ends up receiving calls from the phone and it is the prior victims and basically they're trying Whoa. to help them through it and like try it's to like help them escape um, frequency meets goosebumps yeah <laughs> so uh this was written by the or the story the original short story was written by joe hill who was um Stephen King's son, but he doesn't want to make his name King because then people will be like, oh you're just Stephen King's son joe king also sounds like he could be like quarterback <laughs> yeah. for like the jets or something uh but there's a lot of his father's type of stuff in this where there's supernatural powers that aren't really explained. Um, like, course, like an it, you know, I always like to call it the shining, but well, that too, I guess. Um, so it's that kind of thing um, where it's like, why does this, why is, is there a phone? You don't know why the phone rings or how it works, but there's supernatural things that are happening. It's unexplained. That's just the world we live in. Um, and yeah, and coming of age type stuff, um, childhood abuse. It's a big, big theme of King's stuff. So um, it's it's was cool to abused? see. He was maybe abusive. Oh, he was the abuser. He was. That's what he's always afraid of is being. That. That's what The Shining's about. Actually, you know, that is one I actually did watch in the like within the last month, month and a half was The Shining and yeah. Jack Nicholson. That bartender, that bartender scene, I, mean, I that, think, that is whole still story magnificent. Is, the whole story is about Stephen King's fear of becoming that. Oh, and uh, killing his family. I mean, not literally. But whoa, could happen to anyone. Destroying his family through That's abuse pretty... and. So did he have like? So well, does he, he have huge, one son? Was, I don't he's know. A big alcoholic. He's right? a big alcoholic, big drug addict, and everything. So well, you have to be to come up with these stories, right? Yeah. And he doesn't even remember a lot of them. He's just like, I don't know. I'm just writing pages and shit. It's like Bob um, Dylan. Yeah, but yeah. So there's a lot of there's a lot more like King to it than Sinister. So there's a little bit of a, a crossover where. Uh, Sinister had all those eight millimeter films where that would show these like terrible murders. That was a really interesting part of that movie. And he brings back the eight millimeter film part of it, which this guy just must be obsessed with this stuff. But um, 
Yeah, and it all takes place in the 70s. There's some nice rock songs that play from the 70s. So, oh. Um, it, yeah, it's it's much more of like a coming-of-age horror like It than it is just like pure scary. But it's it's good and well-made, and I'm happy it exists. Um, mm-hmm. This should come to Peacock. This is a universal thing. It's a, it's a Blumhouse thing. Uh, they got a new logo for Blumhouse, and I have mixed feelings about it, that it it starts with a tree, and then Michael Myers pops up behind the tree. And I'm like, I understand those new Halloweens are Blumhouse, but, like, you don't own that shit. Like, you didn't make the original movie, so I don't like them taking credit for it. Um, so, I have a, yeah, mixed feelings about it. And then it goes into, like, The Purge and the other movies they've done. But yeah. So, since it's universal, that should be on Peacock at some point. But That's good. All right. Yeah, that one probably won't wait as long as Jurassic Park will. Yeah. And uh, my, I'd say one of the biggest complaints I have, not enough Ethan Hawke. He is really creepy. He wears these different masks. And I wanted to know more about him. And just not enough, I would say. He, okay, he's not that first for the build. sequel. He's not first build. He's the at the end. He'd be and Ethan Hawke. It's like, it's like Jerry cool. Stiller. Tisk tisk. Yeah. All right. Well, I finished on Paramount The Offer. This follows Al Ruddy and uh, the uh, true story of them producing and making The Godfather. And uh, this stars Miles Teller and a wonderful cast of people impersonating famous people. So Dan Fogler of Balls of Fury fame does a fantastic job playing Francis Ford Coppola. Then you have... Giovanni Rabisi, Colin Hanks, uh, Lou Ferrigno. You have a perfect Al Pacino impersonator. You have uh, Mario Puzo, of course, uh, played by someone. Um, the guy that plays Frank, Frank Sinatra is pretty good. The guy covering Marlon Brando is top notch. Oh, it's just an awesome show. And you learn a whole lot about what all happened. You got to just assume everything's true. Why would they... You know, maybe they embellish some of it, but I assume most of this stuff is is factual, including the horse's head is not a prop because the prop looked like crap. So, Andy, they went to a uh, a butcher and uh, got a horse's head, a real one. Um, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, it's ten episodes. It's on Paramount Plus, and uh, it is exceptional. It's a whole lot of fun, and uh, who doesn't like the movie The Godfather? So, learn a little something and be entertained all at the same time. Uh, and then, yeah, of course, after we finished that, we had to watch The Godfather. So I think I, I talked about it on here not that long ago. I think I watched them last year, all all three of them. Uh, but yeah, watched it again. And uh, it's always a whole lot of fun. It never stops being a good time. Everyone did a wonderful job. And the movie is timeless. Classic. Yep. 50 years old this year. and Yeah. Still going. So all of that is available on Paramount Plus. Highly recommend checking out the offer. All right. So ready for Elvis now? Let's hear it. Yeah. So this is the other big movie that came out this week. Uh, And yeah, I saw it. It is uh, pretty wild. I don't know if you've heard everything about it. It's it's Boz Lerman, who is kind of a a maniac. So he did the Gatsby. He did... uh, Romeo and Juliet, yeah. Moulin Romeo and Rouge. Juliet, Moulin Rouge, yeah. So he's uh he's dramatic, um, and so him taking over a, a music biopic is probably a good fit. Uh, again, I think I I don't know if I mentioned to you this movie's two hours and forty minutes. Yeah, 
It is every long. movie that's come out. I mean, Jurassic Park is two hours thirty minutes. Top Gun's two hours twelve minutes. Yeah, but this is uh, you could feel it. I mean, Elvis's life was was very long, and uh, there's allegedly a four hour version of this movie because they go through some stuff pretty fast and just kind of uh, the whole like almost the whole sixties is just like uh, whatever like he did this. A but young they, Tom Hanks teaches him to dance. <laughs> Not to spoil yeah. anything, but when did he die? 1977. Oh, wow. So my, my thought when I saw it, he died in like June of 77. And I was like, you think he saw Star Wars? Or no, it was August of 77. And I actually like looked it up. That was actually a big question on the internet. And they, people researched it. He was a huge fan of the movies. And he desperately wanted to see Star Wars. But he was touring. But he was begging them to give him a, a film reel to watch at his home theater. And he never ended up seeing it. Oh, wow. But there is Damn a it. photo of him with his girlfriend and daughter. at. Um, they saw The Spy Who Loved Me, the James Bond movie from that year. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it seems so, like yeah. Elvis did not get to see Star How Wars. How old was Elvis when he died? He was 42. Oh, so, yeah, young so, so the movie doesn't, take, doesn't do that much of the old Elvis, the fat Elvis, if you will. It kind of doesn't want to really get into that. Yeah, it's not the fun one. Yeah, I mean, they definitely... There's, I'd say there's one scene where he's fat i don't think they wanted to do the makeup the whole time um but yeah austin butler who's playing elvis not someone i was familiar with it turns out he's like a disney channel guy he's tex watson yeah i guess that's his one big role from from before like one adult role but before that he was in disney movies and he was um he was with vanessa hudgens of uh high school musical for like 10 years mm-hmm. um and yeah like you said i if you read his wikipedia it says he was discovered at the orange county fair so I think I, I said that on the pod, didn't I? Yeah, that's weird. But um, he's great. Absolutely great. I think it really helps that he's not someone you know. Um, Miles Teller was actually rumored to, to be up for this role. And I think it would have been distracting because you just know him a little bit more. Um, yeah. This guy, you're just like, well, that's Elvis because that's fine. Yeah, I don't know him. So I think that really worked uh, to his advantage. And I did hear he he had trouble dropping the accent in when he's talking to people after making the movie. So. Um, but yeah, that's that's definitely the highlight of the movie. I think is his performance. Tom Hanks is very weird doing. He's like an immigrant who who is lying about being an immigrant, <laughs> but who would ever believe it? Like it doesn't make any sense. What um, are you talking about? I'm yeah. from Kentucky. <laughs> he's Colonel Tom Parker, which is like a very American sounding name, which is not a real name, not a real colonel, <laughs> never in the military. Uh, so a lot of this movie is actually from his perspective and how he was guiding Elvis and basically trying to be like, yeah, we're equals here. I'm guiding your career and basically scamming him and not really looking out for him. But, um, yeah, this is, it, this is a fun movie. I think this is a movie that definitely would benefit from a home viewing that you could be like, here's where we're pausing it and starting it again. If you don't want to sit through two hours and 40 minutes, ah. um, but I wouldn't say it's a slog either. You could definitely do it, but it's also it's something you, you benefit from watching in the theater. Cause it's, it's a nice looking movie and it's loud and everything. So, um, yeah, it's pretty cool. It is not a classic. Like, you're like, oh, this is was such a great movie, great story. Um, it is weird at times, but it is definitely entertaining. So, yeah, I think, I'd uh, like to see this. Yeah, I think people do still know Elvis. I think he, he's bigger than you might not know the songs, but you're like, I understand Elvis. That's a, that's a big time celebrity. There's like, he's America, right? It's a pretty famous name. Yeah. There is one part. I did have to look up the true story. There's one part that kind of just kind of go over pretty quickly. So he met his wife 
he was in the military and he was in Germany and his wife was like a colonel's daughter or something. Uh, it turns out Elvis was 22 and she was 14 when they met. Um, did not mention that. In was, the that movie. was that okay back then? No, they had to wait. They had to, <laughs> they had to wait. They kept in touch. So they weren't like, so it was like allegedly hooking up like back then. Stalking her. Or so after he was out of the military, it's they like kept he got in up touch, from a yeah. seat and called poison. Like yeah, I'll be back. Yeah. It's called grooming today is what they say. That is now, but back oh, in, that. back then, Ezra, <laughs> Back then, that was uh, pretty common that like big time stars were hooking up with fourteen year olds and stuff. I mean, I think it's still common David, today. Sometimes. David Bowie Kevin and Spacey. Mick Jagger and all this kind of those people all have that in their past. Um, well, yeah, something I mean, that Mick Jagger movie. is ninety one years old and he's yeah, married to a thirty year old now. I think so he was ninety one in the sixties too. <laughs> uh, it was something they didn't he's want like to like seventy five, seventy eight, or something. He, he met her in 1959 and they didn't get married until 1966. Like, so he oh, did end up marrying the 14 year old? Yeah. Oh, but she friend. was, she, they had to wait till she was of age. Um, How long were they married for? Like seven years before she left him. I mean, they did have a kid. Oh, she Whoa. And uh, yeah, their daughter married Michael Jackson and then Nicolas Cage. So uh, <laughs> which one's worse? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird story there. What a weird taste. <laughs> How many kids did he have? Just, just the girl? Just the one, yeah. What's her name again? Jamie or something? Uh, Lisa Marie. Yeah. Yeah. I think there is a Jamie Presley. I think she's just not related. Yes, That's yes. the one from Joe Dirt, right? Yeah, you're right. Oh, my last name's not or whatever she says. Buck Walter, we can have sex again. <laughs> that was Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll probably watch this when it comes to home viewing, but who knows? I have Warner Brothers, so it should come to HBO. Yeah, I do plan to watch it. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else to add? Oh, there was one weird part of it that I was like, oh. did Warner Brothers make this up? So allegedly Elvis's favorite um, comic book was the Shazam comic books, which have two movies coming out soon, including Black Adam, which was the last trailer shown before the movie. And I'm like, did they just make this up to promo their future movies? <laughs> and no, it was True. Elvis in the 40s was a big fan of these weird comic books that ended up being this interesting weird movie that The Rock is going to be a Egyptian god man. So, so yeah, Elvis has a, a logo that he made that has this giant light, lightning bolt down the center that he just took straight from this comic book. Huh. It's like, well, I guess that's good. Uh, good timing for them. Yeah, right. Maybe that's why they decided to finally make the movie. Yeah, hey, this is going to go favorite. right in line with Black Adam. Yeah. All right. Well, fun uh, little tidbit of info there off-road uh i think with that that'll conclude episode 277 of the tony Seg podcast i'm sean and join with me we had off-road andy yes and tony katz yes thank you for listening we'll see you later